Hola, class. I'm Anna. And I'm Eric. Join us for this hour and have your mind blown away by our stimulating conversations and thoughtful insights into the happenings of our world. As, As we, we welcome, welcome you, you to No Hablo Espanol. Hello, people. Hello. Welcome back to our weekly show where we enlighten you and give you our insight of the world and how terrible it is. Terrible, terrible place. <laughs> we're, we're starting off really positive, you guys. Fun, a fun night. Well, yep, we're here in Auburn, two weeks away from finals, and I already kind of want to jump off the building. That's so. just like not... Oh, okay. Speaking of that, um, we took p formal pictures on the top of GBB, and my date was like, Anna, lean over, and I'll shove you off. And I was like, oh, that'd be great. So anyway, side note. Terrible fear of heights. I'm so scared of heights, Eric. We both know this. Okay, um, little story time. I'm, so I'm from Birmingham, and Eric came home for Christmas, and we went to Vulcan, which is like a small version of the Statue of Liberty, but it's in Birmingham. And Eric and I, like, we're clinging to the side of the building, and Rebecca's just sitting at it, like laughing at us. Overall, terrible experience, but a pretty view of the city. The the freaking floor is like see through. That's what makes it horrible. Is you're up top, and then it's like see through. It's made out of wood. If you're scared of heights, I just wouldn't go. Um, do something else on the ground. That's where I prefer to be. I agree. My like legs get shaky if I'm high up. Yeah. Well, how was your formal? terrible it was like a middle school dance it was so uncomfortable why did i pay 60 dollars to go to a three-hour event that i was forced to stay at from the hour from six to nine i, I want to learn more about greek life so no, you don't so you paid 60 dollars to go to a formal mm -hmm. but don't you already pay like monthly yeah dues? we our dues are like semester dues are like 1500 dollars so why do you pay that? If I you're don't know because we don't we don't have a house. Shout out to the woman who thinks who's like ninety years old and needs to pass away because she thinks that sorority houses are brothels. So that's why Auburn is not allowed to have sorority houses, and that's why our sororities are terrible. I actually saw a picture of a sorority house in Alabama, and they're really big. They are really big. They're like my, massive. I've been to multiple ones, like at FSU at. New, uh, New Orleans at uh, Old Miss, and it's fun, and that would inspire sisterhood. But instead, we have our clicky, overpriced, make you hate yourself sororities. What's the worst part about being in a sorority? Um, okay, there are two things that I hate, like the like false sisterhood, yeah. like saying that like you're gonna have all these friends and blah 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 blah, blah and the fact that like they like monitor you, like I can't post what I want to post, I can't say what I want to say. You know what really grinds my gears is when I see like it's always a sorority white girl in Alabama and under her Instagram pictures there's about 300 comments. It's like so cute. And her Sweet. sorority sisters. Oh my god, love you. Are like commenting six times. That was me this today on Instagram commenting on people's pictures from formal. I was like so fun, so stunning, beautiful, lovely. Why? Because they'll comment on your photos, so it's like a common courtesy to comment on there. Okay, I don't like Instagram. I don't do Instagram. I don't get on Instagram. I, if I want to put a picture on there, I just put it, and then I don't look at it. Like, I don't scroll through Instagram. I'm a Snapchatter, okay? I enjoy looking at people's stories. I enjoy reading the little articles. All of my news information comes from the Daily Mail section of Snapchat. I'm not kidding. I like Snapchat. That's where my vibe is. I don't like Snapchatting. I don't have any streaks. I hate Snapchatting people. If you Snapchat me and we're not having a conversation, you're my least favorite person in the entire world. But I will use the Snapchat app to get information. So my question is why have why comment multiple times on someone's post when you can comment once and get just the whole thing? I only there? comment one time. I don't comment multiple times. There I mean, every time I see a picture it's like stunning, so beautiful. Stop. Like why? Gorgeous. Miss Girl. Why is Miss Girl a thing that people are saying this year? Because I'm really not a fan. Like, I'll say it, but it's to, like, mock you. Like, if I call you Miss Girl, I'm making fun of you. I don't know. It's just it's a weird thing that I see. I'm like, why? But 
anyway, yeah, formal was terrible. It was boring. Um, I definitely snuck something in that I wasn't supposed to sneak in. Shout out. But that was I was vibing a little bit, not as much as I would like to be. But it was boring and I didn't enjoy it and my feet hurt. And then we went out downtown and it wasn't fun either because there were a thousand people and I just went with it. Going downtown when you only go with one other person is terrible. Like we were going to go in a group and then half of our friends got pulled over by the police for some reason. The other half went somewhere else. Mm. So our plans were just not fun and I didn't enjoy myself and I wish I hadn't gone. And I probably didn't even get a picture that I like. I don't know. I don't want to go through them because I don't want to look at myself in the pictures. Hmm. Yay. Yay. Go Greek life, everyone. Go Greek life. It, Greek life just seems like, I don't know, it's a weird little concept that someone, I'm guessing, made up a long time ago. I feel like the glory days of Greek life were like the 80s and the 90s. Like, now, it's just terrible. Like, my mom, like, she's planning a retreat with her sorority sisters, like, from 50 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, that's fun. Like, I don't have people that I'm going to do that with. I do. Yeah, well, you were part of another cult called the Auburn football team, so let's not talk about that. War Eagle. We'll talk about that in a hot second. But can we also say, um, I would like to say normalize girls being in fraternities because I would 100%, I would give my left leg to be in a frat because I would bond. Eric, me in a frat, are you kidding? I would thrive. Hazing? Hell, yes. Yes. You'd want to get hazed. I'm so fine with that. I am so fine with that. What's it called? Elephant walk? Hey, no. that wouldn't affect me. That would not affect me. So I'll I'll be there. We can all hold hands and sing Kubaya. Camel crawl. I <laughs> shut oh up. My God. You're enjoying yourself way too much. Anyway, I would rather be in a frat. They have a brotherhood. They have a house. At least they have houses. Brotherhood. Mm. I want to normalize women being in fraternities. Anywho, let's talk about um your little social club cult activity also known as the Auburn football team. War Eagle. We haven't really dive, dived deep into that, Eric. Why don't you give us a little background about your relationship with the Auburn football team? You know what, man? I just love my teammates. Um, the system, horrible. Uh, there's not much you can say about it. I mean, we're not getting paid. Big issue there. Uh, I used to spend eight hours in that facility every day. Eight hours every single day. Well, they Straight make up football. for it in other perks, like blatantly only giving you guys a specific kitchen. You have all of the nicest things. You have note takers. You have unlimited academic assistance. You also have coaches who will round your grade up for you. That was one instance, not proven. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm not saying I disagree with you guys being paid. I just will say there are definitely like athlete privileges that are unfair. And the fact that it's Auburn football and you guys are terrible – Sorry, so sorry. How many national championships do we have? Two? Two. I'm – okay. I was an Alabama fan through and through. I'm used to being a fan of a team that actually wins. So the fact that we pour so much money into this program and it's not good, that's what annoys me. You want to be an athlete? You want to have all of these privileges and have everyone kiss your you-know-what? Go get a national championship. If I was in Alabama, I would not be giving the same, like, treatment – my view on the athletes would be I would still think they were entitled and had a lot of these perks that were unnecessary and not fair and elitist in certain ways, but at least I would have respect because they, like, won the championships, which I'm not saying is y'all's fault. It's just frustrating, too, that the coaching, we spend so much money on the coaching and the trainers and all of that, and they still can't, like. Well, there's. You get what I'm saying? 123 teams. I mean, we usually finish top 15, top 10, so we're not bad. We're not, like, a mediocre team. We're good. We're just usually not as good as Alabama and that comes down to they recruit better we need to break the Alabama monopoly because I was talking um my roommate from last year Savannah her mom I distinctly remember this conversation she was an FSU fan her mom's an FSU fan and apparently in like the early 2000s FSU had like a really good football team I don't know when I don't freaking care when but apparently at some point FSU had like a good program and we need the whole Nick Saban monopoly of Alabama football to go away because like I want to see f- fairer matches. You know what I mean? Well, they just they get better players than we do. It's nothing you can do about it. Um till we get better players. Better recruiting is the thing. Nick let's Saban's the best the, recruiter in the country. Let's talk about the coaching system. Let's talk about how we had to, how much did we pay Gus off for? How many millions of dollars was it to buy out his contract? Like 30 
20, 20 and he 21. never won us did he how many national one of the two. Oh, he went to one he won one in 2010 okay he went to one nice nice but we paid him that salary like i just don't understand and then who's this new guy that we have that's not even that great how do you know he's not great we haven't played a game yet Eric's looking at me. She, he is okay. Disclaimer: I'll say it because I'm not a part of the football team. Never mind. I guess I won't say it. We'll we'll talk no, about. Go ahead. Say what you. We'll continue. This is a this is a free and safe zone. Is it? Is it? No, it is a free zone. Yeah, I think it want. is a free zone. I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's like why are we pumping so much money into something that we're not even seeing results into? Well, it's like an investment. You know, you got to keep trying till eventually you budge through. Okay, but um, like. That happened with Gus. Like, we had him for a certain amount of time. Did I mean, he ever relive that national championship? No. Uh, I'm sorry. No, like, but. It's, it's like when a system is broken, like, how much more are you going to put a Band-Aid on something that needs surgery? Well, you can't, you can't change a coach every two years and expect to be good. You know, you got to keep a coach for a few years, let him develop some players, let him get some players, and then, you know, see where you're at. And that's that's what we did. Gus was a good coach. I will say that. That we, is such. Eric, Consistently. You consistently. His record, he got 10 wins a season consistently. Now, I will say, my whole knee injury thing, there's some there's blame to share around the facility, but they lost my MRI. Yeah, Side this is story. a whole thing. Eric's personal little vendetta, he's not on the team anymore. He quit because quit. you did I quit. I team okay. to study for the MCAT. Sure. I had a long, He also didn't talk. play – this entire season because they basically injured him, correct, from overtraining you? Correct. Well, not from overtraining me. I mean, I hurt – first I hurt my neck. Well, first I had COVID, and then I hurt my neck, and then I tore my meniscus. So I had three injuries. Can we also talk about the fact that you devoted your entire life to the sport, that if you have one injury ever, end your entire career? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how many long-suffering, like, chronic pains and negative impacts to your body you're going to have because of this um i've had seven surgeries you eric is 20 years old for those of you wondering two on one shoulder three on the other two on my knees i don't know how many that is that's seven that's just insane like that's just insane to me like i get having the experience and everything but like you're gonna have chronic pain and like health issues because of that for the rest of your life i mean i'm not worried about the chronic pain because football's fun. You got to play. Football's so fun. Well, Just I'm a woman, so I've never played. Like, this is me making a woman joke, but it's also, like, like, for what's, real. Like, what's I like your favorite? Football. What's your favorite thing to do in the world? Go to the gym. Okay. What if going to the gym meant you had some back pain when you're 60? Oh, I do have back pain right now. I've messed up my lower back, and I think it's because. But you keep going to the gym. Yeah, that's true, because I like it. But I go to the gym because I like the facilities and I like the people that I'm around and I see results. Why do you continue playing a Auburn football team when you don't win or? Well, the see goal. See, positives? you can't just you can't just say like, oh, if you don't win, you know, you're unsuccessful. You know, you're a part of like a broken system. That's the thing. That's the thing. All of my commentary and opinion about this gets thrown out the window if we're talking about Alabama football because I can understand, like, the negatives, like, all of the stuff you go through, all of the pain, all of the injuries. Like, if I was a part of that sort of team, yes, it's all worth it. Like, how do you as a player not get frustrated by putting all of this effort in day in, day out, don't get paid anything? Well, because, like, you got – I mean, you got to try. You got to – every like, every team in the country is trying to play for a national championship. You know, some teams just aren't good enough. We're the SEC, though. This is an yeah, SEC like, school, we're and this is where we stack up. I mean, think if you went to a school like Tennessee or South Carolina or Vanderbilt, even LSU, even though they won one last but year. But that's, like, not a fair comparison. Like, if you're always comparing yourself to people that aren't in your – They are in our league, though. They're at SEC. I mean, the goal is always to win national championship. But I mean, there's one national championship a year. I just want, I just want, I like, I'm picturing, okay, I'm picturing the football association. I don't know what it's called. What's the, not the NBA, the, what's the college football association called? Yeah, this SEC is the Southeastern Conference. What's the entire NCAA for college or for the, the NFL is like pro, college is NCAA. Okay. I'm picturing that as like a body, right? Mm -hmm. And we're at the gym. Alabama is legs. We are rocking some legs. We're squatting, however, 500. I don't freaking know. Legs, great. 
working amazing lovely everything else is like scrawny and weak like that's what I'm over like I'm over having only Alabama only LSU only Clemson be like consistently top like I want us to spread like you said look at Tennessee look at South Carolina I want like more programs to be like we need to work more muscles so that the legs aren't the only thing that's pumping the entire thing like I'm great we get it Alabama is going to be phenomenal this year whoop-de-doo we know let's figure out like I feel like it takes this excitement out of it well I mean it College football goes through cycles. I mean, there was a period in the 90s where Alabama didn't beat us for, like, 12 straight years or something. So, you know what I mean? It goes in I cycles just, I, like that. Yeah, I and get it. Just I in just a down cycle. For years and years and years. We we beat Bama two years ago. Here. Yeah, at our fluke Iron Bowl. How was it a fluke? That was probably the greatest Iron Bowl I ever played. I had mono during that Iron Bowl. Did you that, know? Yes, I think. I was deathly ill. That was easily the best Iron Bowl I ever played. I just remember I was really tired of standing up that whole time, and my feet hurt so bad. And I was borderline at 107-degree fever, and I didn't know. So my Iron Bowl memory wasn't great. I don't know. That game was insane. but And we beat Georgia that same year, did we not? No, we beat them the year before. I don't know. I don't don't keep track. Yeah, well, I mean, it comes and it goes, man. You just got to... You can't not try to win, you know. You can't not put all your egg, you all your chips in. That's what every team in the country is doing. So you also have to do that. I just wish compete. Auburn as like a community would put more emphasis on other sports just than football. Because okay, great, we're in like a down period right now. Like let's focus on some of our other sports that are like underfunded and underappreciated. That their athletes work just as hard as the football team. Yeah, they work just as hard, but like they're not bringing in the same kind of revenue. Because American so, culture is addicted to football for well some then reason. You have to blame American culture. You can't blame the Auburn athletic department for pumping money into. Auburn football. A failing program, a.k.a. Auburn football. <laughs> you can't blame Auburn athletics for pumping money into football when... I want to go to a one. school that is like swim and dive. Let, let's normalize having like a... I can't cuss on this show, and it is so hard for me. I'm such a dulled-down version of myself. I want a great swim and dive team. I want a great tennis team. I want to go to a crazy cool amazing exciting tennis match like that i want to see some other stuff you know what i mean i mean the best other than football well and sometimes basketball another thing you got to understand about football is with sports like tennis and you know golf and all those other sports you know kids don't have to go to college they can go straight to pros and where football you have to spend three years in college before you can declare for the nfl draft so like you're not getting the best players when you watch you know those other sports you get but when you watch um f- college football you're getting the best players because they have to stay in the program for at least 3 years before they can go Is play. that only for football? What about like lacrosse or like water polo? Like those are other male team sports since apparently that's all we care about. I'm not going to lie. Would you sit down at a game and just watch lacrosse? Would I ever have thought that I would sit down and enjoy a football game? No. And do I do it every single weekend but, during the fall? Yes. But why do you do it? Because, because the, it's the, the cult mentality of the group that everyone every single weekend, it's the r- experience, the routine experience. Well, then you got to be the one to break away. I'm going to start supporting the swim and dive team. I love the, the swim and dive team. team. I have so many friends on the swim and dive team, and they're really good. Well, it must be nice to be an athlete so that you can talk to the fellow athletes as you guys are isolated along in the South Dawn building in the wellness kitchen and your expensive little facilities. <laughs> okay, well, think about this way. How much money are you bringing into the to Auburn? Versus how much money athletics is bringing into Auburn. Because you're bringing in, what, your tuition, and we're bringing in milli- hundreds of millions in revenue. So That's not my issue. That's the American culture's obsession with well then, college football's issue. Well, then you can't attack Auburn for doing that. You have to attack the American culture. All right. That, I, guess that's our, I guess that's our big picture <laughs> final thought on that. I'm just, like, think about it, you know? I want a figure skating team. I want an ice rink here. I wa- Figure skating in figure Olympic sports, the Winter Olympics, you know, once again, the cussing, it's so difficult for me. You know well that I am sitting on my couch drooling over, like, the figure skating. Have you seen I, Tanya about Tanya, Tanya Harding and Nancy Harrigan? No, I don't know who those people are. Okay, we're going to culture you, Eric, and introduce you to other sports. Other sports. Mm-hmm. 
Let's I'm... watch Dance Moms. Let's watch Cheer. Let's watch figure skating. We have a cheer team. Well, f- figure skating, that's another sport where you can go to the Olympics when you're 16. So, like, you're not getting the best players in Why college. Why is football not in the Olympics? Because no one in the country plays football. I mean, no one in the world plays football besides America. Besides America because of our weird obsession with it. Interesting, interesting. One quarrel I will I want to go to a European soccer game or, like, a British yeah. soccer game. Like, I want to be, like, I want to be a fan for something other than football. Yeah, that's the thing with Auburn that I have. They, there's no men's soccer team, which I wish there was because I would definitely play on that team. I love soccer. Eric's family, Eric's, like, a, legis- a legacy. A legacy for some, like, fancy-smancy uh, my grandfather, my great uncle, I guess you'd call it, played on the 82 Honduras World Cup team. My uncle played U.S. team. Eric's a pedigree for soccer. I was actually really good at soccer. Yes, you're slumming it in I football. Was, I was an all-state soccer player. I was also an all-state football player. So, hmm. you know, I'm just an all-around just better athlete than called your genetics everyone sweet pea it's called you are ethnic <laughs> you are a non-white in- individual you know i got it so you're programmed there's there's better. good white athletes that another topic the white basketball shooter just like i've never seen someone explain have this to me because you guys were talking about this earlier and i don't know when when you weren't talking about it with me i was being talked over i was being mansplained if you will i don't even think it would be mansplained because mansplaining would imply that you were trying to explain it to me i would just say i was in the room as you two were talking about a conversation and a topic and not trying to include me at all so continue please explain this to me the white basketball shooter shooter inform so, me every basketball team has one white guy who can shoot the lights out. Just shoot that three-pointer. And uh, that's his role on the team, and he embraces it, and there's always one on every team. All he does is shoot the ball, and he's great at it. It's like the it's like the kicker on the football team. Like, the, there's always, like, a white kicker on the football team. Yeah, but, I mean, there's – but that's not a set role. Like, you don't think of kicker all the time, and you're just like, oh, white guy. Because uh, the Falcons kicker is young A. Koo. Asian guy, Raiders had a black kicker. Like, there's black kickers out, you know, but there's there's no role defined like, like the stereotype, white, like the white shooter. like the white shooter. Who's Auburn's white shooter? I don't know. I don't really keep up with Auburn basketball. Hmm. But um. Hmm. Surprising. It's it's on every team. I don't think Auburn has a white shooter. It's it's on every team. They had we had a white shooter. It was number twenty four. It was a white dude. He could ball. But, uh, yeah, that's a defined role in sports. What's another defined role? What's, like, the hierarchy of being a part of, like, an athletic team? Because you've got, like, the key, the star players, who are definitely, like, the douchebags, who have, like, a complex, right? Like, 100%, like, I mean, like the names, like, the one on TV that everyone knows their names. Like, you definitely have that, right? Are you getting what I'm asking? Yeah, I'm getting what you're asking. But um, our best player last year, I'd say it's either Jamie and Sherwood or... Seth Williams and those are like two of the down to earth coolest dudes I know. So, but but is but that's not you're not you're not answering what I'm at. Like, what's like the culture of being a part of a higher like the hierarchy that comes with being on a football team? Like, there are so many people on a team. There has to be some sort of social hierarchy. Like, who's the social, boss? Who I mean, you don't cross? Like, who leads? Like, do the ethnicities like separate? Like, I'm serious. Like, hmm. There's actually none of that. If you'd really get into a locker room it's everyone's the same everyone's cool everyone talk to everyone like these big name players don't have an attitude about anything and try to act like more higher up not from my no not from like the schools i visited when i was in high school or not from being here it was no one like that it was all like everyone's just cool i mean there's leaders there's always gonna be leaders who just like you know, I, f- I feel like you're giving me the very like dumbed down version, and you definitely have tea that you're not telling me, and it's no, bothering like, there's me. No, there's no tea. Like, it's not like I'm like this is what I think of a, like a fraternity. You're thinking of it like a fraternity, right? Like you have the president who's like the boss. You know, I'm not saying say. any roles, but like no, little no, no, squads. Like there have to be like little squads in each football team. I mean, there's team. guys you know who I mean? there's guys who hang out with each other more, but like. In our locker room, everyone was cool with everyone. No one had beef or quarrel with anyone else. And, like, it wasn't, like, 
someone would look down on someone else. You know what I mean? It, it was there wasn't like that. hazing of like any no. of them or like you're a freshman or like you're this position or like defense doesn't talk to offense, like none of that. No, I mean, only time defense wouldn't talk to offense is during practice. That's because we're going against each other. But after practice, we Everyone's cool. friends with everyone. Yeah, everyone's friends with okay, everyone. Okay, well, dang. Screw me joining a fraternity. I'm going to join the Auburn football team for some... Everyone's cool. Like, kinsmanship. Like, I'll for sure, like, think back. Like, I just called Seth Williams. Um, You know who he is? Yes. He's going to the NFL draft. He's going to get drafted this year. It was his birthday, like, two days ago. I called him on FaceTime. You would think he wouldn't answer, but he answered. And he he's the coolest dude ever. I have a great memory of him in the casino in Tampa that I won't say because he's about to get drafted. But Eric will spill all once Seth Williams has been drafted. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> that that was a fun time. Anthony Schwartz, coolest guy ever. Really yeah, why do you not bring any of, like, these name droppers on our show? This is how we get some publicity. Have Anthony Swartz, Swartz I can't even say his name. Well, they're all in, like, Florida right now training for the NFL. Oh, dang. Um, Jamie Sherwood is one of my best friends that I've had while Figure I that out. Get him on here. He's Give in us, Florida training We need some NFL. clout. We need some clout. We need some big-time players. Unfortunately, we don't really have any big-time players this year. <laughs> well. Mm. I mean, hmm. Can't really think of one. Uh, do you remember Derek Brown? No. Well, he was like the number five overall draft pick. His signing bonus was like twenty million dollars. Isn't that crazy? Signing bonus. Anyway, chillest dude ever. Cool. I think we were. He was my neighbor at one of the bowl games. So for the bowl games, we travel there, and we stay in one of the hotels. And he was, uh door next door to me and you know what we both got robbed at that hotel so we got we got our stipend for the week and some guys left their stipend in the room while we went to a meeting and when we came back our money was gone and who was it i think it was the cleaning people from the hotel because no one else had access to our room and i filed a police report and i never got my money back and that's just 570 dollars down the drain so, well, I would have used that money at the casino, but missed opportunity. I love the casino. I've never been to the casino. It's so fun. Really? What do you play? I play roulette, blackjack, poker. I like blackjack. I've played poker a few times. Play roulette. That's a well, that's like where the ball goes in the mm. little spinny thingy. That's a heart beater. Oh. Me, yeah, I I lost like five hundred dollars one night in Tampa. Same night that everything went. Eric's down. infamous Seth Williams story. Seth lost money. Uh, my roommate lost money. It was just an overall bad night. Oh, I um, thought you were gonna say something else interesting. Oh, no, I'm just. Well, you gotta play roulette. Okay, I'll get on that. When that ball comes out, you're just like, oh. Your heart drops, and then if it lands on your thing, you're like huge range. Casinos of Casinos are like the adult version of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, but like one hundred percent with big lights and security guards everywhere. Yep. Yeah, I love casinos. You and Brenda both. You know she goes to casinos and balls I out. I love casinos. If I had, uh it's. I mean. You can win at a casino. You just got to know what to play and how to play it. You just got to know how to cheat. I need to be able to count cards. Have you Don't. seen Rain Man? No, but I would <laughs> never count a card at a casino. Because ne next thing you know, you're ending up like in the basement of the casino and someone's just beating the stuff out of you. That's another thing. Like, I've never been, like, hit. Like, I've never been in a fight. I've never, like... Throw, like, punched someone or, like, been hit. Like, I want to, like, take a punch. I want to punch someone. Like, I want to... That's random. I was thinking about the other day. You know, like most guys like have probably been hit in their life or like have punched someone in their life. Mm -hmm. That's just not like a thing for girls. You should do uh, boxing. There's nine rounds. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, like a street like fight. Like a street fight. Um, yeah. Like I want to be involved. I feel like I need some life experiences. I got in a bar fight um, last year. Yeah, I want I want that to happen. I feel like that's like a good college thing, like a brawl. A brawl. It wasn't a brawl. We just kind of like. 
beat up. I mean, I mean, you can see me. You can see I'm not going to lose a bar fight. Like, not to the people here at Auburn. It's just the truth. There's no one at Auburn who can fight me unless you're oh like, my God. if you're in a bar and you're white, you're just not going to be me in a fight. I mean, if you're like some MMA guy out and about, maybe. Yeah, you could probably take me. Like that video that was trending on Barstool and they were in, it's like the guys in the bathroom and like two guys picked a fight on that one guy and he ended up like having MMA training and he destroyed them. Did you not see that? It was no. like a month ago. I don't have bar. I don't follow Barstool. It it was just trending like all, all over the internet. Mm-mm. I also I really don't go on social media a lot, so I don't really see a lot of things that are going viral. Yeah. At the, I mean Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. You gotta be on Twitter. Twitter's Twitter's the best social media site ever. I sh- okay. I guess I'll get a Twitter. Yeah. What do I do with Twitter? No, I mean I don't tweet. I just how do I do a Twitter? <laughs> You just read tweets. You just read people's tweets. I want to tweet. I feel like I could be good at Twitter. Just kind of talking smack. Just talking smack. Just saying. Can I have an anonymous Twitter account? I'm gonna call it. It's gonna be my TikTok account, Danny Phantom. Yeah, you can have an anonymous one. And then I'm just gonna talk smack about people. Yeah, that's that's what they do on Twitter. They talk and they talk, but it is funny. Twitter is. Okay, I'm gonna figure that out. I'll get a Twitter. All the little jokes, memes, whatever you see on Instagram. They all came from Twitter. They originate from Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. A lot of them don't make it to Instagram. Those are the funny ones. But Twitter is probably the best social media website. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Snapchat person. I've already explained. And I also like TikTok. Like, I, I don't make them. I just enjoy watching them occasionally. Well, yeah. I don't really have any. I don't go on any social media besides Twitter. For real. Yeah. That's how good Twitter is. What did you do for your weekend, Eric? We talked about mine and formal and hating it. I played video games. Nice. And I studied. Nice. And I slept. Interesting. Oh, did and you I make abide. any steaks? Oh. I did. I think I did make a steak. I made it maybe. I think I made a steak Thursday. It was really good. All my steaks are really good. I'm an A-plus chef. You already know that. Eric but, um, does the cooking and the cleaning. Yeah. I cook and I clean. I'm just a whole ass husband. Oh, can't curse on here. It's so difficult. Okay, today. <laughs> I just I wish we weren't censored so that we could talk about like you know other stuff like. Eric and I are gonna. We need to move to having our own platform. Like Donald Trump is gonna have his own internet thing. We should have Eric and Anna web. Eric and Anna dot com. <laughs> Eric and Anna dot com. It's like MySpace, but it's our sketchy like Eric and Anna dot net. <laughs> I mean, does anyone really even listen to these, like, from Weagle? No. So we really could. But it's, like, played live, like, on the radio. I don't know. This one isn't. We're not live on the radio. Not right now, but, like, when I put it in our little folder, they put it live at some point. At what time? Because if it's played at 3 in the morning. I don't know. It's just played at a random time. I don't know. I'm kind of over. Yeah, I would love for us just to be able to have... Because it, it's kind of like Eric and we're gonna have we should do we should figure out where you're gonna be over the summer this here mm-hmm. in Auburn, I don't know where I'm gonna be over the summer but if I'm at Auburn we should have Eric and Anna unfiltered. Yeah, that's probably the best way to do it because just all the filtering you can't really talk about the stuff you want to talk I, about. I agree and like my personality, believe it or not, is even more like, robust like when the, I can cuss. Like the things that make life fun, like you know, our viewers know. They can imagine. You know, stuff that you drink, stuff that you put in your body, inhale, all that jazz. Yeah, all that jazz. Eric and I can't talk about the jazzier aspects of our life. Yeah, there's a lot of it. If we could tell the stories of, like, downtown or, like, stories of, like... We are going to have... We should figure out... Because I don't know how we could do... How do we do a podcast, like, if we're in different locations? Phone call. Yeah, but we'd have to figure out how to, like, record it and everything. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not good with technology, so I wouldn't know how to this is what equipment to do. Eric, speak for if you want to do it. You have to figure it out and make <laughs> it happen. I just, like, I'm just, like, not good at it. Anyway, um, we'll we'll work on having, like, an unfiltered version of our podcast. I feel like we'll bloom. We'll blossom. That's that's when we get a big following is when we're unfiltered. Yeah, when are we going to get a big following? Um, Apple, Spotify, please, spo- whoever, sponsor. We need a sponsor. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the being at school. I want to drop out and just talk for a living. 
the reason we don't have a big following is because we talk about like like not saying our show is boring because we're entertaining people but like our topics are kind of boring just because you can't bring the ass you can't curse we don't have flavor we're vanilla right now we don't have any spice we're vanilla i feel white every time i walk in the studio um it's just a saying don't get offended i'm offended i've been tanning can we can i pass as a different ethnicity yet greek (laughs) <laughs> I would love to be Greek. I would love. Oh my gosh, my dream is to marry like a Greek shipping tycoon, like his son, and they're just like billionaires, and we just like live together in Greece. And I have like a big fat Greek family, and I just eat baklava all day. Oh. I'm manifesting that into the universe. Let's talk about zodiac signs. We haven't talked about that, have we? No. I'm definitely into zodiac signs. I'm not like a nut. I don't freaking read my horoscope every single day, but I definitely think they have some truth in them. Um, and I'm very interested in them. I can't say that I agree with you, but uh, they're cool. To, it's cool to listen. It's cool to hear about. I think like I'm. I don't like eat, breathe, sleep zodiac signs, but I think there's some truth into it, and like how you handle situations, how you handle emotions, how you react to certain things. I just think when you read one of them, like, they're so broad. I agree, but there are also certain things. Like, I'm a Sagittarius, and I really do fit that. Rebecca Rebecca fits Gemini. Eric, you kind of fit Gemini. Hannah's an Aries. She fits that. You don't know any of the stereotypes. None of this is making sense to you. I know the Gemini stereotype. Isn't it, like, two-faced? Two-faced, but it's also, like... Kind of just one-faced. It's also very versatile. Like, Gemini are, like, very versatile people like they can do versatile. well in lots of situations like do well in a lot of interact situations. with a lot of different kind of people like that's what gemini's are known for and like also like the two-faced thing like rebecca's really good at like cutting people out of her life like that aren't actively you know what i mean or like like that aren't actively like pouring into her sure Okay. I, All right. I, I thought this would be interesting, but I Eric's just, really just not feeling no, this. No, I just, I'm like, I'm just, okay. So my thing with Zodiac signs is like, if it wasn't so like broad and it was more specific, I'd be like, oh, maybe. But it's not though. If you go, you can go, you need to, okay. I was talking about this with my roommate from last year, Savannah. There are three different components to your Zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those who are listening, your Zodiac sign is based on how the planets were aligned when you were born. So you have your sun sign, which is what everyone talks about, like Gemini, Sagittarius, all of that. You have your moon sign, your sun, your, okay, you have your moon sign, and then you have your rising sign. Your sun sign is your personality, how you carry yourself, all of that stuff. Like I, my sun sign is Sagittarius. Sagittarius are like the wanderers, the travelers, like very outgoing, very energetic, want to go, 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 do all of these things at all times. That's like my, your personality. That's your sun sign. Your moon sign is how you process emotions and how you deal with emotional things. Mm -hmm. And then your rising sign is how other people perceive you. So like sun sign is personality. Moon sign is how you process emotions. And then your rising sign is how other people perceive you. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like it makes sense. It's more nuanced than just. No, I understand. There's a, a lot more nuance that comes into it. But what about if like, what if you're like you're a Gemini, right? But like all your characteristics fit. You're like your sun. Um, what's it called? Sun. Sun sign. Sun sign fits a completely different uh, zodiac sign. Well, you have to look at the other two, the moon and the rising. But what if, like, you're just a person who's none of it fits the stuff that's supposed to be you? Then I don't think you're looking, like, at all. I don't think you're looking at it enough because I feel like if you look at all of the aspects of it, you will find a common thread of, okay, this is true. Let's let's use, like, Logan and Alicia, okay? Mm-hmm. But these are Rebecca's roommates. Like, we both know them, like, decently well. Rebecca's a Gemini. Logan is a Virgo. And Alicia is an Aquarius. Rebecca is no, like, it's like two-faced. Gemini's are the two-faced, like, very versatile, all that stuff. Virgo, which is Logan, Virgo is, like, organized, OCD. Um, they're the planners. And then Aquarius is kind of, like, wants to help the world. Also has a God complex. Like, you know what I mean? 
I've completely lost you in this conversation, and I feel like I need I'm to come just, back just, prepared with more notes to, like, get us interested in this. Well, first of all, I don't – I mean, it's fun to hear about, right? But I, I just don't see how there could possibly be a correlation. I'm going to do some research, <laughs> and I will come back on the next podcast to, with, like, things for us to talk about regarding the zodiac signs. You also have to like, understand, you know, like, I'm a science major and – I believe in science, so, like, there's nothing really scientific about it. Planetary alignment. Yeah, but that, I just, there's, like, nothing that has to do with, like, So, like, you birth. don't think astrology is, like, scientific? It is scientific, yeah. Astronomy, but astrology is not we're scientific. Gonna, we're going to do some, I'm going to watch some document. I don't know. I believe in it to an extent. I just, I, it's, like I said, it's fun to hear about, but I just don't see... How any of it could possibly, if it was more, here's two things that could make me believe somewhat. If like the, what they say would like narrow down more. It does narrow down. We're going to look on Snapchat. Snapchat has a good thing. If you fill out like when you were born and in what city and at what time, it'll tell you your sun sign, your moon sign, and it'll, it'll tell you your planets. You're also every single planet you have a sign within the planet. Like my Venus is in this, my Mercury is in this. And like each planet controls like communication, love, beauty, relationships. And that really breaks it down. Okay. But what if, like, say you're a person and all those things describe you and then you go through some traumatic event and you completely change as a person and those things no longer describe I'm not you. Saying, I'm not saying this is a checklist for every single thing is going to be accurate completely. I just think this is a tool that you can use to understand how you make decisions and how you handle situations. Like, this sounds dumb, but, like, when I read through my profile, I'm like, oh, wow, like, I really do communicate in this way. This is how I handle conflict. Like, this is how I process my emotions. Like, emotions. Rebecca, very, at first, like, not emotional about things or in conflict, like, very, like, calculated, like, not emotional. Me, I'll just be crying my eyes out. Like, there's explanations for that. Yeah, there's explanations for it, but I just don't think it's how the planets aligned when you were born. That explained that. I, th- I, I look at it as, like, a backstory. Like... Where you come from, your circumstantial, like how you were raised, that shapes you into the person that you are today. Mm -hmm. You are not that person solely because of your childhood experiences and where you grew up, but that's definitely a factor. That's how I view it. I'm not saying you grew up in New Orleans in a family of athletes. That is the sole reason that you are an athlete. That's not what I'm saying. That's one thing that impacts you. Mm -hmm. But like... Those things, like, yeah, my family come from a line of family athletes. So, like, when I was growing up, like, they shaped me to be an athlete. And that's, like, that's where, like, the disconnect is. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have something tangible to, like. There's something tangible there. There's nothing tangible. Like, for all we know, the, the planets don't even exist. They're all just a picture in the sky. Okay, we're not, that's completely, And the earth is flat. I watched the Flat Earth documentary last night. Tell me why planes don't fly across the Pacific Ocean. Because there is none. Because the Earth is flat. Do you really think the Earth is flat, Eric? No. But um, there's there's something there. There's something Well, there. I believe in lizard people now, so. <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> there, <laughs> yep. There's something about flat Earth. I'm telling you. There's something they're hiding from us. Oh, there's why so does, much that the government is hiding from us. Why does no one go to Antarctica? Because it's cold. Yeah. And remote. But, I mean, I'm I'm just saying. What are your thoughts on the Bermuda Triangle? Um, I think it has to do with the... uh, Magnetic. Magnetic. And the air, like, flow and everything. The magnetic, um... What's it called? Learn about it in physics. Pull. I don't know. Magnetic electrofield of the Earth. Yeah. Where I think planes just lose communication. And once a plane loses communication, it can't really navigate. So it's probably why. I don't know if it's, like, real or is it just coincidence. But, uh, again, something there. The government's hiding from us. I think the government's hiding a lot from us, actually. I agree. We need to have next – okay, next episode we should focus on the zodiac signs and conspiracy theories. I definitely believe in the Illuminati. Illuminati is for sure real. 
for sure real. I mean, did you see the weekend's music videos? No. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> There's clear signs he sold his soul to the devil. There, oh my gosh, I was reading um, an article the other day, and there was like a folk singer, like a black folk singer from like the 1800s or 1900s and the early recordings, and his one famous song is about how he sold his soul to the devil. He And it's like he didn't know how to play the guitar, and once he sold his soul, like he made this song and like could play the guitar and all of these things. It's real. You sell your soul. I think there's something to it. Like voodoo, like the voodoo of New Orleans stuff. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Also, we should have a show, like a food writing show, where we go around and, you know, like try different foods and all that stuff. But we should also have like one where we do like conspiracy theories and like learn about how cultures deal with like the devil and like religion stuff too. Yeah. We should just have a food, religion, conspiracy theory zodiac show. Because in America, we kind of shy away from the devil. Mm-hmm. But in like. Like other know. cultures, there he's like fully expected to like be there and you like fear him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to fear the devil. But you got to fear God more. Amen. But yeah, no. Isn't, there's like one person. See, we're all being controlled by the television because there's like one family that owns every TV news really? station ever in the, in the entire America. So we're being controlled. And if you're going to let yourself be controlled by another man. I love this kind of stuff, like the Big Brother kind of like people are watching you, like Fahrenheit 451, like dystopian, like apocalyptic. They're listening stuff. to you when you talk because think about it, when you say something, and like, your oh, ads, like your Eric ads, with his baldness, sh- yeah, like the baldness thing. <laughs> he gets like a targeted ad for baldness. <laughs> I get so many targeted ads, like all my ads now are like MCAT because I'm always talking about the MCAT. They definitely listen. They listen, you know. I like I'll I'll be looking for a hoodie one day and next day hoodie shows up on my ads. I'm yeah, like, mm, I didn't I didn't Google search a hoodie. You know, you're listening to me. It's like Furbies. Like, isn't there a whole thing that like Furbies? Um, do you know what a Furby is? Like those pets. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there like a bug in them? And they would do. There's something with Furbies. Yeah, I don't know about that, but there's something everywhere, man. They're listening to you and they're watching you. That's why you got to cover up your laptop camera. I need to. They're watching you. And I don't know what they want. I know what they want. They want to control you. Because when they keep you dumb, that's when they have control. And that's why we have all these news stations and, you know, Fox News, CNN, going back and forth at each other to divide people. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're just controlling you, man. You're nothing but a puppet. You're a useless piece of cloth. Because you won't realize the situation you're in. I was paying attention to none of that, and I've been uh, Googling conspiracy theories relating to Furbies. Well, I'll just keep They talking. thought that they used, like, the, the FBI used them to, like, spy on people. That's what people were thinking, I think. I don't know. We need to dive deeper into that. I need to research. I love conspiracy theories. The FBI killed Martin Luther King. It was proven in 1998, but why does no one know that? They're controlling I him. also think Princess Diana was killed by the British Foreign Service. That is obvious. That is obvious. I mean, it just makes, like, just, just take a step back. And all the people who are making decisions in America belong to the Illuminati, and it's a small group of controlled people who control the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I think there's, like, six families that control, control everything. everything. The people who control, uh, like, the Koch family. Mm-hmm. The Cook family. Have you heard of that? Or the people who control Johnson & Johnson. Mm-hmm. The, like, they're really wealthy. Yeah. So you're being controlled, and you got to take a step back, and you got to think, like, wow. This this doesn't add, it doesn't add up. Eric, we need to watch more Black Mirror stuff. Black Mirror is cool. I love Black Mirror. I haven't watched it since we watched that one I episode. Might. If I didn't have so much schoolwork to do tonight, I'd watch an episode tonight. But Hannah and I are gonna watch you. We are currently watching you. It's like that creepy stalker show. It's kind of entertaining. It gets boring sometimes, but well, the government's stalking you. So keep that in mind when you're watching that show. Our next episode, you guys, we will research and do conspiracy theory stuff and zodiac signs. 9-11 was an inside job. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Paul McCartney was replaced by a lookalike in the 1960s after he died in a car accident, and it's proven by backward recordings of their vinyl records. The moon landing was fake. I totally think the moon landing could be fake. I told my mom that, who she watched it when she was a kid, and she was so mad at me for saying that. Well, I mean, just first of all, 
first of all. They were mounting tensions for us to beat the Soviet mm-hmm. Union, and so we just faked it. And, like, we just knew we couldn't beat the Soviet I mean... Wasn't, the sh- wasn't there, like, a shadow where, like, the flag was blowing in the wrong direction or something like that? Well, here's the biggest thing. We can't go back to the moon now because of the radiation. So how do we go back... How do we go back then four decades, six decades ago? It doesn't make sense. We just wanted to beat the Soviets, knowing that we couldn't, you know? We should watch, like, an episode about conspiracy theory and then talk about it on the show. That's what Netflix is for. We should. You Um, know what I mean? And, like, give our audience, like, a little update on what's going on. Like, the Somalians, didn't I send you that video? And it's, like, the people who invented the wheel, and there's only two lines about them in our textbook. And they had, like, really, really advanced... They were, like, before the Mayans, before the Egypt... They had, like, very advanced civilizations, like, thousands of years, and they don't teach us about them because they said that their information was given to them by beings from outer space. Like, look Did at, you hear about that? I've heard about that before, but look at the Egyptian pyramids. They're the most perfect structures created on Earth today. They're... The blocks are so straight, we can't make them today, even with modern technology. We can't make the blocks that straight. How? How did they do it? Also, each one of those little blocks is like 20 tons. So you're telling me that... Slave labor. Slave labor. I mean, you. it would take... I read somewhere it would take like 100 million slaves to do that. There wasn't even 100 million people on Earth back then. Someone's lying to us. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, on ne- next week's episode. Anyway, on that... On, yep, yep. Everyone's always watching you. Someone's lying to you. The world is fake and the moon landing was fake. The end. Good night. Good night. All right, guys, that's it. Our hour is over. New episodes come out every week, so join us next week for more fruitful, enjoyable conversations. Our podcast is brought to you by WEGL 91.1. Go check out the website, WEGLFM.com, for more. Thanks for listening to No Hablo Espanol.